Hi, I'm Doug Beecham. Thanks for listening today. In this podcast, I want to begin to wrap up the emphasis, at least some of the emphasis I've been giving towards uh, who we are, uh, our identity, we're a place of hope, we're people of promise, and what we're doing, where we're going, Arise 2033. It's important that as a movement, whether from where I sit as the general superintendent, or you sit if you're a pastor, or you're a staff member, or you're a lay person, whoever we are, we've got to intentionally identify, inspire, equip, and establish relationships and release the new generation who will be the inheritors of the 21st century. We've got to do all of that. We've got to identify them. That means that means for you and me, we've got to have our eyes open, our spiritual eyes open. Who is God putting his hand on? It may not be the best speaker. It may not be the best educated person. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But it, it, we've got to be sensitive to hear God say to us, I want you to identify, I want you to speak life to them. That's, that's what inspiration is. That, that's a word of encouragement to somebody that, uh, that, that affirms who they are, affirms the gifts in them. We've got to then be able to equip them. Uh, I think part of that equipping is more than just formal education, as important as that is. And I think all of you who know me know how committed I am to that and to reading. I mean, just read, 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 read. Never stop reading. But equipping also involves personal relationship. It involves a, a mentoring of a person, of walking with them as they're growing and maturing. Um, in times past, we've called that by different names, internships, all those kinds of things. I remember uh, probably the, the most significant way that happened to me in my life was for five years from uh, uh, January 1972 till about mid-March, I guess, early March of 1977. I was privileged to literally every day be under the tutelage of the late uh, Carl Campbell, who pastored a, a city church in Richmond, Virginia, Ray of Hope Pentecostal Holiness Church. Uh, I, 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 I'll tell you something that had a huge impact on my life. I'd never really preached that much. I went to Richmond to go to seminary, and he offered me a position uh, to serve there in the church with him. It was a church of 250 to 300 people. Uh, I, 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 the fir- I'll never forget the first week. Uh, he starts taking me around the city, showing me the hospitals where most people would usually go. He He's introducing me to people. Uh, we're in the car. He's he's buying my lunch. I didn't have any money. I was a poor seminary kid. And he, the, he then says to me at the end of the first week, he says, this is what we're going to do for as long as you're here. And in those days, we had three preaching services, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. He said, this coming Sunday, I'm going to preach Sunday morning. You're going to preach Sunday night. I'll be back in town. I'm going to preach Wednesday night. You're going to preach the next Sunday morning. We're going to alternate. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my Lord, I don't even, I, I, I'm not even sure I got a sermon to get through two weeks, much less whatever time I'm going to be here. And God have mercy on these four people that have got to listen to me. This man had this ability to help equip me 
by the sowing of his life into me and, and, and risking the credibility of his ministry by sticking me up in his pulpit every Sunday. Uh, it had a huge impact on my life. Identify people, inspire people, equip people, establish relationships. That's more than just that's more than just us establishing a relationship with somebody else like Carl was doing with me. It's also looking out across the spectrum of the key relationships that people need to have with one another. And then finally, we got to release a new generation. It doesn't mean we abdicate our responsibilities and leadership. It's nothing of that nature. It doesn't mean that it, you know that once you reach a certain age, uh, that you walk off the scene. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that. It means that you you help people find where God wants them to be at their that particular season of their life, and you release them into ministry because their ministry is going to carry decades longer, particularly if they're if they're younger people. Uh, their, their ministry is going to carry much longer. Um, God's going to hold them accountable for their faithfulness, their vision, and their obedience to what God is calling for them in their generation. God holds you and me accountable for building the bridges, for calling them and preparing them. As we move towards the rise 2033, there were five key things that I'm asking God for us to do. So I ask you to listen to these with me and join with me in prayer for these. Number one, pray the Lord of the harvest for the largest wave of Christian workers, missionaries, pastors, evangelists, teachers, uh, apostles who in many respects are modern missionaries today, people who have this great heart to go out and do the work of the kingdom of God. We need that in the Pentecostal Holiness Church. God's kingdom needs it. Uh, I actually am incredibly encouraged by what God is doing in the global south and really in, in a way that the media often does not see what God is doing in, in the Western world, the developed countries. God is raising up a new generation of, of, of people, young men and women and older men and women who are saying, here I am, Lord, send me second. For the next 14 years, we're going to preach on the call and we're going to give an invitation. This is absolutely essential. If you're a pastor, if you're an evangelist, and you're listening to me right now, if you're a Sunday school teacher and you're listening to me, if you're a youth leader and you're listening to me, I want to give you a challenge that you pray and you ask God to give to open every opportunity that you speak not only will you call people to surrender their life to Jesus, but you will call men and women to say, Lord, I will respond to serve you full time in my life. I'd, I encourage you to do that. Uh, I'm, I know many of our leaders are already beginning to do that. And I ask you, make that a matter of prayer and intentionality every time you speak. Three, we've got to equip and release people for ministry in this century. Uh, we're, we're doing, uh, on the denominational level, we are doing a lot of rethinking about how do we prepare, how do we develop leadership for the future. And so I look forward to hearing your ideas about that and I ask you to pray for us as we move through that. Number four, 
We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to give us divine appointments and connections with those who will co-labor with us. As we, as we reach uh, into new parts of the world, new cities in the United States, there are people that God, that God will call to come and stand with us and work with us. Uh, we don't have time to be sidetracked. We don't have time uh, to be distracted. But we do have time to build the relationships that God's calling us to for fruitfulness in his kingdom. And number five, we're gonna see God's face for the strategies that we need now, that we need for the next 14 years. And that after that, we will need until the Lord returns. So thank you for those. Let me say them again, real quickly, five things. Pray the Lord of the harvest for the largest wave of Christian workers. Number two, preach on the call. To, to follow Jesus and to come into, and into levels of ministry that he's calling for us to do. Number three, we're going to equip and release for effective ministry in the 21st century. Number four, the Holy Spirit to give us divine appointments and connections with those who will co-labor with us. And number five, we're going to seek God's face. We're going to pray. We're going to share with one another. We're going to listen to one another. For the strategies we need now, that we will need for the next 14 years for Arise 2033 and until the Lord returns. Thanks for listening. God bless you.